Hi, I'm Jack Fitzgerald. Many people think it's better to sell your car or truck yourself. Sounds easy, but Edmunds warns that sellers are at risk of fraud, scams, robbery, and worse. If you're selling your car or truck, take the stress out of dealing with strangers. Fitzgerald buys any make or model, so you enjoy the safety and comfort of the Fitzway experience and the highest value for your car. Go to Fitzmall.com today for transparency and trust. That's the Fitzway. Are you ready? Let's make some noise. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. I am Roy Burton alongside me, as always, my tag team partner and the new king of the ring himself, one Chris Domingo. Mr. Domingo, how are you doing as always during the pandemic? Air quote, Saturday morning, sir. Today I'm doing great. In four years, I'm not sure if I'll be feeling great. Hmm. In four years? What what happens in four years from from today? (laughs) Um, Someone not making practice or or feigning a back injury because, let's be honest, he's feigning a back injury. (laughs) I'm not sure what's going on with Ben Simmons, um, but according to Daryl Moore, it could last for four years. Um, so we will, of course, break that down as we can, only as only we can here on the Have Boston you line. started just to expect the unexpected? Because I know you've been trying to, like, I don't know, say that, like, I don't know, it, it's going to die down. But things have ramped up. Like, I don't know. Like, every time we think that, like, because I think people in general have expected Ben Simmons to display at least an ounce. Or, uh, like, what's less than an ounce? Like, it. Like a, a, a mini the, ounce. Yeah, like a gram, a gram of, of professionalism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we need the conversion of grams to like ounces, but even a, a gram of professionalism. But he is, he has disappointed or he has um, not done that. Yeah, but it, I think now yeah. that he is dug in, he's willing to go the office space route. But the, the Sixers, I think, are willing to like play ball to say, let's go. And my initial thought is, you know what? Good. Cause I'm not like, I, I mean, like this is, I think this is really like, I don't want to get like hyperbole, but this really is a fork in the road in terms of like how, like how management, how NBA management deals with players because usually more often than not, or in every case, I think the player has gotten their way. But the difference was the player has been established and had some had some clout. This dude doesn't have clout. This dude is not a, a superstar. He thinks he's one, um, <laughs> obviously. But I like you know what? Kudos to Daryl Morey. Like I like I've been critical of him to just cut his losses, but but the way that he's speaking, he's like you know what? And and I guarantee a lot of GMs are rooting for Daryl right now to say you know what? Like, hey, we we probably couldn't do this, but no, like, I, like I don't think many GMs could could come off as as defiant right now as Daryl Morey and my and the inner boom, boomer in myself is saying, you know what, screw him. No, you're you're absolutely right, and and you mentioned again players doing this before being more established, but there's also another uh, point to that too, and I'll and I'll get to that once we dig into the Ben Simmons thing. But yeah, we're going to talk a lot of Ben Simmons on this show. Usually we start with football during football season, but obviously the Ben Simmons drama is has completely and, and utterly um, upset the apple cart here in Philadelphia. So we'll talk a lot of Ben Simmons this week on the show. And oh, by the way, you know we're recording this on on Thursday. Oh, by the way, the Sixers actually opened the season already and they had a basketball game that we should talk about. Um, because there are some things that we saw in that basketball game that are probably going to carry over um, for the rest of the season. Because, again, this is probably going to be your team, um, your roster for the very near future when it comes to the Philadelphia 76ers. So we will talk about their season opening win against the New Orleans Pelicans. And we'll also talk some football as well. Again, the Eagles 2-4 and four after their 28-22 loss to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last week. Again, that, that game is more than a week old, so we, are not, we will not relitigate the game. But, again, we will continue our Jalen Hurts discussion. Is he the guy? Is he not the guy? Uh, Marcus Hayes is already on board, or he's already in one of those columns, and we will talk about that um, in his recent column. We have some time. We'll get into WWE Crown Jewel as well. Once again, uh, WWE getting a bag for um, trotting out 50-something-year-old Goldberg and sending him over sending him over to Saudi Arabia for no one to watch at all, uh, which is really uh, amazing to see. But we have a lot to get to, again, this edition of the Broad Street Line. As we always say, 
Sit back, relax, take a ride on the Broad Street Line. The future of Sports Talk Radio has finally arrived. Any shout-outs, sir? No, let's just do the usual thank yous. Shout-outs to our good friends and people who let us do our thing here. Philly Cam, five years on the air here on the radio. Philly Cam, WPPM LP Philadelphia. Uh, This is the official week now, the official five-year anniversary of Philly Cam. We had our um, station celebration earlier this week. Um, We have another celebration coming up today at 3 p.m., um, at the Philly Cam station um, at uh, 619 Randstad Street here in Philadelphia. You can come through and say what's up and meet a lot of people. But even if you are even if you are, aren't a Philly Cam um, member or not a Philly Cam member, again, please do us a solid and help us celebrate our People Power at Media Fest all month long. We're celebrating our community media and membership and trying to raise funds for the station. We have a goal to raise uh, $5,000 in funds by the end of November. Please check us out at ppmfest.org and find out all of the conversations and workshops and special special programming that we have coming up this month and ongoing for the rest of the year here at Philly Cam and at uh, WPPM LP Philadelphia. Again, we're available on the radio, on cable, and online, phillycam.org and ppmfest.org as well. Also, shout out to you guys for listening to us and supporting us, whether it's here on the radio or whether it's in a podcast you're listening to or wherever you get uh, the broad stream line. Again, we're available wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, Spotify, uh, YouTube Music. Again, do a search for the broad stream line. Download us to your phone, your iPad, your MP3-enabled device. Take us with you on the go or listen wherever you are, 24-7, 365. You can also listen to us on the TuneIn app. Download the TuneIn app or go to TuneIn.com, search for Philly Cam. You can tune in to us every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern um, on the Philly Cam station, or you can do the same as well if you're in Philadelphia. Just turn on, tune on, uh, tune to, excuse me, 106.5 FM um, on your radio and listen to us every Saturday morning here on the Broad Street Line. Me and Chris Domingo doing our thing. And as we always do on Saturdays, you can also follow us on the Twitter machine. He is at SKD215. I am at the BS Line. You are taking a trip to the Mecca of <laughs> basketball itself, New York City. Because, again, I don't know if you saw the video of the New York Knicks fans celebrating after game one, the overtime win against the Celtics. But it felt like they won the Atlantic Division title. Um, are, are you going to swing by the Mecca and get the pulse of New York in your trip this weekend? Uh, no. I'm going to <laughs> – um... I'm going to look for new work clothes. I'm gonna ah. I'm gonna look for some sneakers, and I'm gonna um, I don't know, have lunch in Soho. I I this is like a completely random trip by myself. Gonna just like I don't know this. This is my kind of first trip since like everything's gone down. So you know what? It's just gonna be an observational type day. I mean, look. Like New York City is a great city, and again, the energy is back in New York because the Knicks are semi-relevant. So again, you're going to see a lot of Knicks fans out there. Just be sure if you're wearing your Sixers gear, just be ready for you know whatever whatever may come your way um, with those Knicks fans because again, they they beat the Celtics in double overtime um, in their season. And opener. they're feeling themselves. And they're feeling themselves exactly right. Again, follow him on Twitter at skd215. Follow me as well at the BS line. We have a lot to talk about on Twitter and on these radio streets and on these podcast streets. And a lot of it centers around one Benjamin F. Simmons. Um, the F does not stand for Philadelphia. The F stands for something else. Um, you guys can probably figure out what that stands for. Ben Simmons came back to practice this week, ladies and gentlemen. Ben Simmons you, practiced you mean, with you, the team. You mean the this activity? Week. You mean the 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 um, yeah the event known as practice? The Philadelphia 76ers held a practice on Monday. Ben Simmons attended the practice on Monday even participated in a couple of drills that we saw on camera on Monday. The big firestorm on Monday, because again, there were multiple firestorms this week. The big firestorm on Monday is that Ben Simmons had something in his pocket while he was practicing and speculation ran rampant that it may be a cell phone or something like that or whatever like that. The story came out later that it was not actually a cell phone. It was actually his practice jersey in his pocket. Why his practice jersey was in his pocket and not on? I don't know. I don't care. It's not a not a big deal. Ben Simmons practiced on on Monday. I guess a mini firestorm from Monday was the fact that, again, when we saw the video of the team breaking up practice at the end. Ben Simmons not in the team huddle uh, when practice broke down at the end of the session. And we later found out that Ben Simmons isn't really talking to anybody <laughs> um, in the building. He talks more to the G League coaches than he has to his own teammates um, in the building. That was Monday. 
So again, we had the cell phone thing. We had the not joining the team huddle thing. And, and he was thought to possibly talk to the media on Monday, but that didn't happen. Ben Simmons did not talk to the media on Monday. They said, ah, oh, no, he'll talk to the media on Tuesday. Tuesday happens. Ben Simmons physically at the event of practice. Once again, <laughs> Doc Rivers asked Ben Simmons, hey, sub in on a defensive drill. Ben Simmons says, nah. Rivers says, hey, Ben, can you go in to play defense for this drill? Simmons again says, nah. Doc Rivers says, Ben, you need to go home. Ben Simmons drops the basketball, immediately leaves the facility. Don't even take a shower. Just leaves. So day two, Ben Simmons at practice. He gets kicked out. Does not talk to the media. Gets kicked out of practice. Suspended for one game for a conduct detrimental to the team. Now I'll stop there because there's plenty more. I will stop there. What was your initial reaction to the first two days of Ben Simmons being physically at the event of Sixers practice? I can't believe he got the practice because I've always felt that. Or no, you know what? Maybe I did think. I think we, we've been asking, or or me personally has been asking myself the question: Is Ben Simmons really about completely sabotaging the team? And a part of me said yes, a part us, and but a part of me said I don't know. Like I don't know if he has the gall. But we learned he damn sure got the gall, mm-hmm. and and. And I've said this, like, even though I've been off on Ben Simmons for a long time, like, I don't know, just, just, just done with him. It doesn't prevent me from just being completely infuriated by him and whatever the hell he does, because I, it's infuriating. Like, I don't know the, like, he just has the nerve. Well, he feels he has the, the clout to do this. And if he is even, even remotely self-aware, I don't think he's even on social media at this point or maybe he is maybe he's a searcher for his name god bless him if he is that i don't i just thought that he had a line where he wasn't going to do that but this week has or tuesday has given the impression that he has no he has the lengths that he'll stoop to get out of here is pretty endless and i think thursday the event of Thursday has proven that he will stoop to anything. And it's disappointing, but not overly surprising to me. So let's get to Thursday for a second and I'll don't rewind the issue. So let's jump to Thursday because Thursday, um, Ben Simmons, again, showed up at the facility after his one game suspension for conduct detriment to the team um, to get treatment on his back. Um, according to reports, Ben Simmons um, has a, well, well, has a back injury. I don't, I don't want to get, kind of phrase it incorrectly. Um, needs treatment on his back to ramp up the process for him to get back on the court. But according to Sham Serrania, Simmons is, quote, currently not mentally ready to play for the team as of Thursday. Um, and there was no reports. There, there were no reports of any injury to Ben Simmons prior to anything that happened, um, well, prior to Thursday. So, you know, anything that happened Wednesday or Tuesday or whatever like that, there was no reports of an injury. He shows up to the facility on Thursday, gets a treat, gets treatment for his back, doesn't participate in his individual workout schedule for Thursday. The team wasn't going to practice because he had a game on Wednesday. But you said this off the rip. I think you said, well, you said this weeks ago, and I think we we both said it on on Twitter at some point. We said that again, if he's there's probably going to be some phantom injury that comes up, and when when said phantom injury comes up that phantom injury is going to make it so that he does not show up at this home opener or would not be showing up at the home opener. More importantly, get paid. And and, and get paid. Because I think that is, well, other than getting the holy hell out of here, Simmons doesn't, Simmons wants to get paid. Correct. And and get, which, I, I mean, he wants it all. And this is par for the course. I just, I just didn't think that after Tuesday, I thought that that would be his end game initially. I thought he'd fake a phantom injury. The Sixers would just throw their hands up and just say, ah, screw it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't – and cave in because that's what teams do. They cave right. in to the player. But it appears and, – and, and I'm saying appears because I feel this is <laughs> – we say – 
have we reached the climax yet? Oh, of course not. No, 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 no. Because the climax I feel is like, I feel the climax is Simmons just has this completely insane moment. Because more insane, like an altercation with a teammate. I feel that the climax is altercation with teammate leads Simmons to being suspended indefinitely without pay. So let, let me just say this before we continue. Let me just say this. We are recording this Thursday night after the incident that happened Thursday. Simmons is reportedly supposed to speak with the upper level management on Friday. Um, <laughs> he's not going to play. He's not, you know, he didn't play. I'm sure he didn't play in the, in the Brooklyn game last night. But, like, he's going supposed to meet with management on Friday to kind of straighten this all out. I don't think they put him near a, a human being with a Sixers jersey on unless they're 10,000% sure that his mind is in the right spot. So Because that, because then that's the other thing is he's saying that he's not mentally ready to play. Right. I'd like some elaboration on that. Like, I don't know. What is mentally, what is, what is making you incapable mentally of playing? Is it the, but he keeps saying, or through reports, he keeps saying, no, it's not the, it's not the Doc Rivers thing. No, it's not the Embiid thing. It's the, it is it the, I want to be able to make mistakes thing, even though we're on five years. Um, like, what is it? Because I like, because we're very big on like, I don't know, re- like, I don't know, acknowledging that, these athletes have mental health problems, mm-hmm. but I'm also not going to just like, I don't know, just say, okay, mental health, like for everything, because you know what, if you're using that as a crutch, we're like, and there's a difference between saying I need mental health help and ignoring mental, your mouth, your mental health issues for four years. That's like, sorry, mm-hmm. you don't get, you don't get a pass for that where they have been the Sixers by all accounts have been ready and willing to help assist you with your supposed issues, but you have not, but you have not been forthcoming. Right. So that for me needs to be, that for me is the smoking gun right now is we have like, I don't care if you need to go on IG live. If you need a, a burner account, someone, he will, we, okay. The million dollar <laughs> question is, will Ben Simmons explain himself? No, right, so, or, so, or, or or no. All right, well, all right, let's 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 unpack a lot of this stuff. And again, everything you said about mental health is 1,000% right. And again, I don't think this is a mental health issue. But like you, you said, don't. there is. But well, I, well, well, here's the thing. Like, yeah. I don't think there's a mental health issue. Um, I don't think it's a mental health issue. If, I don't think there is. If there's somebody in his life that cares about him, I'm sure he's a lot of people in his life that care about him. I hope they kind of try to figure out whether or not and that's and, and, and that's sorry, to me right? that's important yeah and, and, and that's where i think people are very just not ready to touch this aspect of this whole saga where are the where are his where where's his uh inner circle mm-hmm. his, his his where's yeah. his family yeah where's his people whoever is like i, I said his people because i don't know whether it's his family or whether it's clutch or whatever like whoever is the people who care about ben simmons Hopefully they have his best interest at heart and hopefully they're, they're making sure that, you know, again, on court drama side, hoping that they're hoping, I hope they make sure that he as a person is okay. That that's number one. But I think, I, I think you're going a little bit too deep into this. I think when they said he's not mentally ready to play basketball, I think you just don't want to be there. Like, I think it's just this physics just like mentally just don't want to be there. I think it's a guy who's at work who just don't want to be at work. And it's like, yo, it's like, I have to show up because I have to get paid but I don't want to be here. Like, I don't think it's any different. But from that's a wrong. That's well, I'm, well, I'm just saying, like, I'm not, it's like it's like a different from a person who, like, again, like, let's say, you know, people have thrown out this analogy, you know, my, my, my guy Reese Walters down in D.C. on Team 980. He's like, Ben Simmons is putting in his last two weeks. Let's say you are putting in your last two weeks at your, at your job, right? Mentally, you probably ain't there, right? I don't think it's anything that much more than a dude who has put in his resignation letter and has mentally checked out. That's all I think it is. That said, that said, it's not an excuse. Because if you're at your job, you got to do your job. Whether you want to be there or not, you got to do the bare minimum when you're at work. And if your boss asks you to, to go in for the defensive drill, you got to go in on a defensive drill and just act like you care until your resignation goes through. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, no. And I, and 
And I and my retort to all these people that are saying, oh, he's checked out. You know what? If you were really about it, because now, like, if he was about it, he would have just stayed his ass home and not get paid. Not about he, it. Like, yeah, no, he's not like he he's about sabotaging, but he's not genuinely about like if he were really dug in. But this shows you he's just not like I don't know, like he doesn't stand for anything. He stands for like I don't know, just getting himself traded, which I don't respect. Like if he was <laughs> if, like if he was bad, like if, I would have in some sordid way, I would have more respect for him if he just said no. I don't care if you don't pay me all season. Mm-hmm. I'm, will, I'm willing to leave $37 million on the table. And you know what? I'd say, you know what? You hate it here so much, buddy, that you're willing to sacrifice a lot of money. And I'd say, you know what? I don't agree, but salute. But this, I don't agree with on any level. Like, he's trying to have his cake and eat it too. And you know what? No. No. If, if you want to get paid, you need to do something. I think it's you're you're one hundred percent right because I, I think it's there. I think there are two ways to play this, and he played it the third way, which is weird. Like yeah. you said, like there's your way to play it. Be a, really about that life. I hate it here. I hate you people. I'm gonna stay at home. You figure this out and you trade me whenever you can trade me, and I'll just you know hang out and you know be similar to Savage. Boom. I get that. I respect that. Yeah. But you mentioned in the open, you said other players have done this. Players who had more cachet have done similar things. And again, like this, you know, we all know the stories about. Anthony Davis and Jimmy Butler and James Harden. But you know what they all did? They came to practice. You know, yeah. you know what they did? They actually did something to help the team while they were there in the midst of getting traded. Now, Jimmy Butler came to practice, destroyed the first team with the subs in the practice, went out nine days later, scored 33 points, played pretty well for Minnesota until he got traded. Anthony Davis, again, didn't want to be in New Orleans, tried to subtweet everybody with his stupid T-shirts. But he came, he played. They had that whole weird agreement where he wouldn't play fourth quarters. But he played and went to practice and things like that. This and guy isn't even willing to do that. I'm just saying, James Harden, he came in out of shape. But you know what? He came in, he played with those dudes, had a couple 20-point games before he got traded. Again, he didn't want to be there, but he's like, you know what? I'm here, I'm a professional. I'll do whatever I need to do in, in order to kind of make this work. That's the other way to play it. Like, it's, like you don't want to be here, that's fine. But it's like, we'll figure this out. Just come in and be professional. That works for everybody. But you played it the third way. You just came in and just were like, a, just I don't even know what, what you call this. And that's why I said to you before, I'm like, if he shows up, he'll play it the professional way. If he doesn't, he won't. You know, if he doesn't, he doesn't. But if he shows up, he'll do this the right way and everything will be fine. I was wild. I was, I was wrong. Like, I just didn't expect this. Who gets kicked out of practice? Like, who gets, who an NBA player, what, what, Star level NBA player, can you remember getting kicked out of practice? This doesn't happen. But I think this is where the fork meets the road. Is NBA star players love ball? Like they love playing basketball. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. They like they would play. Like I don't know. Like like and I like I watched the Harden interview where they talked about him being like one of the top seventy-five players like ever, and he said. Yeah, it's just a testament on, like, the work I put in, like, I don't know, like, year after year. This doesn't happen with this guy. I, like, I I genuinely don't know if he likes playing basketball. Like, I don't know. It, no, loves. Like, does he love ball? And, like, he if he doesn't even want to just practice, like, I feel that this is all just a burden. Basketball is a burden. He feels burdened by basketball. And that's scary. Like, but... Doesn't this kind of feed into the whole how how is Ben Simmons successful by who by how he is acting? Like I don't know, where a guy who appears to have I, I mean, and it appears that like I don't know that this has been going on for years, where he doesn't feel compelled to, to improve. He does he's not he's not amenable to coaching. Like he's not amenable to like like I don't know, like like grinding with his teammates. So this just feeds into the enigma on who that living F Ben Simmons is. And it seems like he's just a guy that's willing to break every rule or he's willing to like bend every sort of norm that's been out there. Like he's taking the, how to get out of like, get out of jail free card and bending it. But usually you just play that card. Like, I don't know. You just, you operate by the playbook to a T, but he's just trying to, write his own playbook 
And that just screams entitlement, Roy. And that's mm-hmm. where he just – he's not willing to play by the regular set of rules. And this is where – like, I know people want to, like, scream player empowerment, da-da-da-da, but, like, man, this sucks. Like, I don't know. And But you don't see anyone defending him. Not a player. Not, like – not you haven't seen anyone drop in a free Ben hashtag, have you? No. No, because no. the players know that this this ain't the way to do it. You didn't see dudes like screaming like you saw dudes like like you saw guys say, "Yeah, man, I rock with James. Let James let James do what James do." You and even Anthony Davis and that situation sucked, but this is on the whole new nut level, and I just think it shows. Even the players are just saying, "Dude, this dude's whack." <laughs> Uh, the most infamous quote to come out of Tuesday was Joel Embiid's, I don't care about that man. That man does what he wants. I'm not here to comma babysit. Or no comma. There's no, there's no comma. There's no comma in that. I I, I know, I, I can tell the inflection in Joel Embiid's voice. There was not a comma in that, I don't care about that man statement. Um, I'm not here to babysit. Um, you know, baby, Doc, Doc Rivers basically did, you know, said like, look, you know, we got, I'm a coach. We got a job to do. It's all, it's all that. Joel, um, like you said, Joel Embiid and none of the Sixers, none of his teammates are going to be about him because, again, like, he don't even talk to these dudes. And we got no, we've got no cosign from anybody else. This dude's kind of on an island by him. He's like, he's on an island when this all comes down to but it. But I so think, I, Roy, but isn't this how he operates in general in life? Like, I, I mean, mm-hmm. like, I feel that he has this inner circle of the tribes, right? That photographer. Mm hmm. And just dudes, like non-NBA guys. Because I don't see, I don't see, like, I don't know, like, I don't know. I don't see X player from the Rockets or the Pacers or whoever rocking in, like, the video game room. He feels that he is insulated, which is sometimes good because you don't let, like, I don't know, like, the freeloaders and all that. But I think in this instance, it's a bad move because no one is able to check him. Because they're just worried that he's going to just, like, I don't know, like, I don't know, cut him off. And I feel that Ramona Shelbourne article really does, like, I don't know, that is a very in-depth piece on what environment, like, is Ben Simmons has surrounded himself with. Mm-hmm. And it feels like it's just, it's just not reality-based. I'm sorry. No, 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 you're right. And and again, I, I guess part of it is I'm, I'm confused because again, I've always said this before. So your agent works for you, right? Like you don't work for your agent, your agent works for you. And whatever decisions are made by and you, if you're an athlete, you know, based on your career and contracts or things, like those are decisions that you made and you can't blame your agent. That being said, this doesn't make clutch and th- this doesn't make Rich Paul look all that good when they see their client, again, like you said, taking his own rules and kind of flaunting, you know, the way the NBA works. Cause again, the NBA works in a certain way. And it's like, not like he's their biggest client. Right. Like I could understand if like Ben Simmons was clutch's cash cow where like, it's like, yo, we can't like, we can't upset the apple cart. We have to like bend at the knees, like bend, like bow down to Ben Simmons. He's just another dude. I'm sorry. Like he I makes a lot. Like, he makes a lot of money. He makes a lot of money. But he ain't Anthony Davis. He ain't LeBron James. Yeah, right, but like, he makes uh, he makes almost as much as they do. I'll say I just I'll just I'll put that out there. I mean I'm not you know, he makes a lot of money. But at some point, do, is there ethical or just like I don't know? Just is there like a line of demarcation where like Rich Paul just says, "Dude, listen to yourself. You look like a clown." If I'm rich, if I'm rich, Paul, I'm like, dude, you are making me look like a clown. Like, why would like at this point, if you're if you are an up and coming star, if you are a 17 year old, 18 year old kid, and this is how a clutch client deals with a team he doesn't like, are you inclined to sign with clutch? I mean, again, like I know it's you know, quote unquote, LeBron James unofficial agency, but I mean, I'm not inclined to say, hey man, Rich Paul, man, he's 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 been doing a, a heck of a job with Ben Simmons. Like he's so good at his job. I'm going to sign with Clutch, you know, when I get out of school. No, like this makes Clutch look bad. So that's why I'm saying like, like if I'm Rich Paul on some level, I'm calling, talking to Ben and I'm like, look, Ben, like I know you're upset. I know you're frustrated X, Y, and Z. We are working to make this right in the interim. Just play the game the way it's always been played. Just do the, just do everything by the book until the middle of December and we'll take care of you. 
I promise. But you're making things worse. Period. I am no, and I've always been a believer on the game is the game. Game's like I don't game. know, like play the game. But this isn't the game. That's that is the point. This is everything to me. Is this isn't the game. No one's done this before. So if you would just play the game the way that it's been played since the beginning of NBA, like 75 years, you would you would facilitate this trade way easier and sooner than it's going now. Because now I feel the Sixers now, they, they just want to try to prove a point. Like, I don't know, where, where they're just like, and and of course now, just people who are just not clued in or just want, want to prove a point just by being obnoxious, saying, oh, this is a player versus management saga. No, it's not. Like, I don't know, no. if, if anyone who's lived through this, this is not just your regular, this is not a labor, this is not a labor situation. This is not, like, I don't know, Amazon worker trying to get paid more than $15 an hour. This is a dude who's just ignorant. And, like, I don't know, and he doesn't even feel he owes anything to his teammates, Roy. That's another thing where, like, he can't even separate like, I don't know, the management part and the player part. Because that part that people just aren't, like, I don't know, people are focusing on Joel Embiid, like, threw him under the Boston Jew. But you're not, remember, you're ignoring the part where Embiid has bent his game to, to, to facilitate this guy. You, like, the players have been defensive to a fault with this guy for years. That Like, you need to know context of this. This isn't just, oh, Player wants to leave organization. The organization won't let let him leave. That's not it. Sorry. So, and anyone who wants to try to drive that is a bum, a bum like Ben Simmons. And Doc Rivers catered to his needs last year. Brett Brown catered to his needs before that. The Sixers catered to their his needs and trying to build a team um, around him, around him and Joel Embiid. You know, see Al Horford, see Jimmy Butler. Um, again, like they have tried the Sixers organization. You know, from top to bottom have tried to do, you know, as much as as much within their power to make this whole Ben Simmons thing work. So again, this like as Chris said, like this isn't a, a you know a, a labor power struggle kind of thing. This is a guy who again he's a, a petulant guy who kind of just wants what he wants the way he wants it. And again, this is not how the game works. And he seems like he's dug in on his side and it seems after we heard from Daryl Morey on Thursday, seems like the Sixers are dug in on their side. Do you um, do you fault or blame the Sixers for going this route? For for saying this is going to be well, let me let me let me read the quotes and then we'll talk about it. So Daryl Morey said on Thursday, "quote People should buckle in. This is going to go a long time. If we can trade Ben Simmons for a difference maker, we will do it. I'm focused on winning the title. I'll go through mud, muck, barbed wire, whatever it takes. We're, what we're doing right now gives us the best chance to win the title. You're going you're going to think I'm kidding. I'm not. This could take four years. We're in the prime of Joel's career." This is not a day-to-day issue. Every day we are going to expect Ben Simmons to be back here or trade him for a difference maker. Uh, you said, do I do I blame them for going this route? Yeah. No. I get it. I understand. Have we turned what... into like wh- why has this situation turned us into boomers? Like old school, like like what is it about it? Like, because I don't know. Like, I don't like is it personal? Is it the in is it the years of investment? Because I, I forget who said this. And, like, I don't know, like, like, because there's this false narrative, I don't know why, that Philly fans are hard on players. And I don't think that's the case at all. I, I mean, like, I think, like, I don't know. Anyone who doesn't, like, I don't know, like, expect moderate effort and production from their athletes is a fake sports town. It just is. Like, I don't know. And, and if you want to be there, you suck and you don't have drive. <laughs> no. I like, and this is this would take hours because I need like, because there have been situations like this and people just have just said yeah like you know what like I guarantee New Orleans fans were like yeah you know what Pelicans suck like I don't know Anthony Davis kind of like I don't know it, it's a bummer that he wants to leave but you know what to each his own let, let let the player run what is it about this situation that are just that have twenty year olds saying you know what let that MF sit for, for an entire presidential like, I don't know, like term, like what is it? <laughs> is it the fact that like he led people astray? I think that is a lot of it where they, people put their quote unquote basketball opinions, like, like, like put their basketball fandom on the line for this dude. And he just, and he, and he gave him the Hogan. 
He like, I don't know. He was the third. Ben Simmons was the third man. We have been patient with that man for years when it comes to improving on the basketball court. And I, and I thought of this in particular a couple days ago. You remember, because again, we would talk about this all the time. You remember all those tweets about, oh man, look at Ben putting people in the penitentiary. Oh, look at Ben locking people up. Oh, everybody was, oh, look at Team Ben. Ben's this, Ben's that, Ben's other. Again, we have been super patient when it comes when it's come to Ben Simmons. As so far as so people feel like wrong that. that they went so, that. Yeah, we invested a lot of of energy and personal capital and all sorts of stuff that go along with that in this dude. And it, like you said, like it, like this guy came out and pulled a Hogan, and it's like, bro, it's like we've had your back all this time. Like we've seen, we've defended you against you know guys like you know Bomani Jones. We defended you against anti-process people we've defended you against people from all over the world and this is how you treat us in the end like this is what you do to us again even even at the end we're coaching you on free throws we're coaching you on free throws at the end of this and then again you had that post-game press conference in game seven before everything else went down with joel and before everything else also went down with, went down with doc rivers you're like yo what trace you i'm like brother like you just don't get the city We've been trying no, no, to no 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 this is where I have to just just this isn't just the city this is sports this oh, is okay. competition this isn't like you shouldn't say this is like a Philly thing is just played out that's like, fair this should that's be fair. the expectation for every NF city on the planet <laughs> sorry it should be Decatur it should be Melbourne like no no this isn't this isn't a Philly thing this that's is fair. a athletics this is a be normal like i don't know this like and and like and what kelsey said is great but he shouldn't have, he didn't need to say that he shouldn't, have, he shouldn't have had to say it right no and like guys like zach Ertz, like i don't know what zach Ertz said in his was didn't need to be said because it was like it's above and beyond but if, but he feels the need because with everything going on it's like feel, no like i don't know like dude we made Mike Scott a legend. I hate the I like we and Mike Scott was a mediocre player. Just yeah. just care, dude. <laughs> and I think that's where I think it for me. He just doesn't care. Like he is singular minded. He wants to he want no. Bomani Jones said it. He wants to be a superstar without the stuff that comes with being a superstar. He does. Like and that is Ben Simmons in 10 work. He wants all the fame, all the perks that come with being a professional, like like a, a professional superstar. Mm-hmm. But he wants none of, and that's no, that is unacceptable, dude. If you don't want to work, be a role player and just stay the hell, like just be out of the limelight. But if you want that shine, you have. It's like like that. Jer- it's like that. It's like that Dre Day video. Sign your life. I mean, your name on the dial line. There is a there is a fake contract that you sign when you become an NBA superstar. It's like, yo, I gotta grind, not not at the club, but grind in in the gym. Like I don't mm-hmm. know, like you, there are certain things that you need to do to establish that superstar contract. He is unwilling to sign any parts of that superstar contract. That and that's where he's refu- He refuses to play the game that way. Like he just refuses to to struggle. He is incapable of struggling <laughs> all we ask you to do again it's not i know it's bigger than the philadelphia thing but all fans ask you to do is to try hard and pretend like you care yeah yeah That's just it. pretend <laughs> just pretend, pretend like, you, like you give a give a crap just pretend like, like you care like if you ben don't Simmons, need to be Aaron yeah. rowan i don't i'm not expecting you to run through a wall i'm not but he is doing he has done the absolute bare minimum of an athlete period he refuses to get better for like and 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 i'm sorry spare me with the whole like i don't know anxiety thing dude you have had five bleeping years, years to <laughs> figure out figure out what the, what's the problem because there is a problem like mm-hmm. this has been mm-hmm. going back to lsu shout out jonathan gavitti for just 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 i don't know being nostradamus on this because like because that's scouting report and that's where this and and i've always said roy I'm a big fan. I'm a big proponent of evolution. Like, I don't know, in terms of just cancel culture and all that stuff. 
Ben Simmons has not evolved one percent. Not. No, 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 I, you, you have said nothing to disagree with. <laughs> and, no, and, and that, and that's the frustrating part, man. It's like, if he just, like, I don't know, just acknowledge that he, because I still have not seen anything, any report, any rumor that he's like, yo, man, I gotta get my bleep together. Have you? No. It's everything is, it's Joel Embiid's fault. Oh. Oh, Daryl Morey's playing favorites with Joel Embiid because he plays tennis with him. Oh, Doc, like, I don't know. Oh, they tried to trade me for James Harden. Like, I don't know. Like, oh, oh, Brett Brown called out my – like, everything is just – he is not taking accountability for any damn thing. That is – like, and that's almost cra- – that's impressive. Like, he hasn't owned anything. Anything. Uh, just to get back to your, your original question because I haven't forgotten it. Will we ever get this, this the true story from Ben Simmons? Um, no, I don't think we will. Whatever no, we get, it's going to be like some sanitized version of the truth. I don't think we're because gonna do I it. think he is unwilling to make himself vulnerable. For some, for like I don't know, that is that's the crux of this. He is he has to give off this vibe that he is the dude. Like I don't know, and like his circle has told him he's the dude. They have told him that everything it was LSU's fault, it was the high school's fault. It was Joel Embiid's fault. Like it, but Roy, at some point, will this change? Even like I, I mean, when he gets traded, it will be out of our. But mm-hmm. but you will not like this. Isn't Carson Wentz? You will not be able to rub your hands away from this. You P, Philly fans will be in tune with Ben Simmons's career till the day he retires. They're gonna make that man's life a living hell <laughs> every single time they see that man in public. Whether it's at a game, whether it's at a dinner, whether it's on the like they're just on a road, they're on a road trip. Like every time Ben Simmons is is in the vicinity of a Philadelphia sports fan, they're gonna make they're gonna make that man's life a living hell. I don't think I've ever seen anything like Not, what no. we're going to see I, when it comes to I this. I won't like say the H word because that's just he will be the most despised athlete. Not of Philly has like not who's played in Philly, but Philadelphia hates Ben Simmons more than or despises Ben Simmons more than Michael Irvin. I don't even yeah. know what the hell Michael Irvin did. He just played for another team. But, right. like, I don't know. Like, Ben Simmons, and it's not even close. Not even it's close. Like, I even don't close. even know who would second would be. Yeah. M- Mitch Williams, because he threw a bad pitch. That's saying, but Mitch Williams is good now. Like, Mitch Williams on the radio in, in town now. Like, he's, he's, he's good. He's back in our graces. Like, it's cool. Yes. Like, he threw other a bad pitch. racist-ass but... Kurt Schilling, who <laughs> has earned his spot. Right. I can't think of another athlete who is even on the same level as this? This no. is this is Venom, and but and you know what? It's the one thing Ben Simmons is aware of. He knows it. Yeah, he know he know he knows it. But again, you're going to have to face this music, and Willie, you can you can back injury yourself all you want to, but at some point, Ben Simmons will not be a sixer anymore. At some point, Ben Simmons' new employer is going to come to the Wells Fargo Center, and at that point, that building is going to be banged out to the rafters. And there's gonna be people all the way up in the assembly room saying you're all sorts of stuff. Get, you're gonna get media from the Philippines for this. Yeah, yep. <laughs> this is gonna be the, this. This is gonna be. It's probably gonna be on a level. I, I don't want to go too crazy, but like when KD and Russ played the first time, like they had a little beef, and like everybody was like wondering like if they were gonna like dap each other up, you know? When no, they were, this, when no, they were playing. no. This is LeBron coming back to Cleveland for the first time. Okay, all right, yeah. You know, that's probably that's probably better. That's probably better. Yeah, that's, yeah. LeBron coming back to Cleveland for the first time. Yeah, that's what this is. LeBron, oh no, this no, this is yeah. on that Venom level. Like I don't know yeah. where like Ben Simmons. Yeah, that's it. Like I don't know. Like he didn't have a Jim Gray, but like I don't know. He took his talent somewhere else, and no, like, but. The thing that's different about, and this is where LeBron, like, I don't know, like, LeBron is aware of the fake superstar contract. He's will, like, like, I mean, he might be a passive aggressive amateur for some time, but he is aware of the contract. And he, no, he plays the game. Like, I don't know, like, like, and he's like, he didn't ask for a trade when he went, like, he's, he played out that deal. And you know what? I, there's a level of respect to him for doing that. But he, but also LeBron is aware of his image too. I don't think right. Ben Simmons cares. I don't think he does either. I think he doesn't care about his image. I think he's he's gotten paid. He's you know he's like he's living a good life. Like what do I care about my image for? Um, but again, if like LeBron's the big homie, like I don't think I don't, no, I don't like, put this I don't put this on LeBron. But again, if LeBron's the big homie, 
why don't you call the big homie and say, hey, Brown, like, is am I good? Am I doing this right? Like, I'm surprised no one's asked him. Ask who? Ask LeBron? Yes. Uh, uh, uh. LeBron's probably like, I don't get involved in other people's business. Like, he'll probably just like kind of just pass it off, whatever. But I mean, that's a good, that's a fair question. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure whenever the Lakers come to town, this is still going on. I'm sure, um, I'm sure he'll be asked. But no, that's a good question. That's 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 a okay. Good question. Okay, we do this okay. every time, and yes. we have a different. What does the next week? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was say about I'll, 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 I'll say it. I'll say it. I'll say it. Um, the Sixers send him home. They're like, "Yo, he's gonna go home. We'll figure out some. We'll figure out some financial settlement. Whether they will pay you something or whether, and then we'll figure this out." I don't think that man practices with this team again. Again, this may be wildly out of date. Oh, what, after Friday. After, so, so Friday after this meeting on Friday, the two sides say, hey, it's best for you if you ain't around here. Go home, and we'll figure this out. That's my that's my no, prediction. But will, they, but will they tell him, don't expect a resolution soon? Probably. Yeah. I was like, we'll, 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 we'll resolve this whenever we resolve this. Go home, we'll pay you. That's that's my that's my guess. Uh, I'm I'll I'll agree with that. I think, and I think they'll also say, if you ever want to see that escrow money, dude, you better sh- you you better like I don't know, not send anything to Shan. Like, no, I think there will be because that's the one thing the Sixers have over him now is Ben Simmons is too into that stuff to give up what one point four million dollars, right? So they they'll nego- they'll barter with him to be like, okay, you've you want to see some of that money back, and I think like I think an arbitrator will like decide how much. Yeah, they'll, they'll, between them, they'll get. figure out the like, financial yeah. stuff. Yeah, but I think they'll be like, yo, stay on your best behavior. Like, don't be tweeting anything or sending cryptic stuff. Like, go to your dogs and like, or don't and, and don't be like dissing the teammates either, because I think. That that for me is the part that I don't understand. I can understand like you just being upset about like I don't know the situation, but damn man, you don't you, you don't respect your teammates enough to like acknowledge them. He's Roman Reigns, like he is Roman Reigns. <laughs> he feels he's a tribal chief. Yeah, no, he, and he want, he wants everybody else to acknowledge him, and, and but he like, will not no. acknowledge that. No, and that no. part, man, like, and th- these are the people that peed me off more than anyone throughout the like the people that swore on their mama that like yo man oh oh it like uneven characters ben and joe don't get along they don't get along right and they never and and i can almost guarantee you they never did they were they were they were collegial at best right yeah i think they were collegial work collegial work i'll use the word air quotes friends um, collegial co-workers, I'll, I'll say, but but they weren't Never friends. Never went to happy hour. Yeah, they didn't Never. hang out. Yeah. Like, I, I don't even, they probably didn't have each other's numbers. They probably had each other's numbers, but they probably didn't use them. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, like it's, you know, they were they were work, they were work colleagues at best um, and collegial to a, to a point, but I, I think that that was pretty much uh, the extent of their relationship. Um, can, can we just briefly, I know it's been a while, can we briefly talk about the basketball team itself, the other 16 guys that go on the team? Because they had a nice little win on Wednesday. I mean, it's, we saw some things. They need a point guard in a worse way because outside of Tyrese Maxey, there's no ball handle on this team, which is amazing because you have 15 other guys not named Tyrese Maxey. Um, but I saw a couple things. What what'd you what you take out of, out of Wednesday's game? I don't know. Like, I don't know. Does this team compete for, for anything significant? I mean, I mean, they're at least – well, I won't say at least – they're they're probably a four or five seed in the East, right? Are as currently constituted, do you give them a puncher's chance against any good team in the regular season? You mean in the playoffs? You mean? Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, I give them a puncher's chance. I mean, look, like look, Brooklyn and Milwaukee are clearly better. Like, I think they're still in. The, I think they're in that Miami, Atlanta, and Sixer bucket. I mean, I think that's the bucket of the next tier of teams. Could they beat any of them in the playoffs? Yeah. Would they beat presently constituted? Would they beat those teams in the playoffs? I'd probably bet against it right now. But I mean, the season's I, early. I guess. Are you okay with kind of like I don't know because I feel that if you were to make a trade for uh, a lesser than all star, I don't know the Jonte Murray. It's that's the the name of the week. Like I don't know. Like does this 
does this make the team better? I think so. Because yeah, I does. think it, it normalizes everything. Right. Who's Max? I, I know he is Philly's favorite athlete of the month. That's right. But he's just not ready for – he's not ready for this. Like, on, on a good playoff contending team, you don't want Tyrese Maxey as a starting point guard. You want him running that bench, killing other people's benches, and being able to make mistakes. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> like the ability to make mistakes on a starting lineup gets magnified, and you don't want I, – I don't want that on a second-year dude. Bring in a dude, bring in a guy that's, that's tested, and, and like maybe you, and maybe you make some noise unexpectedly. But are you okay with not holding out hope of something better? Am I okay like, with- yeah, are, are you okay with kind of just riding with what you got regardless of the results? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, again, I'm not, I'm, again, I'm team down more in this. I'm not going to just make a trade just to make a trade. Like, they need a point guard in the worst way. Like, they need a point guard in the worst way. But I'm not saying that. But do you, do but it do you address do it. it sans trade? I mean, I try to address it with the trade, but I mean, like, you know, there's nothing reasonable. Yeah, then, then you try to address it. I don't know how you address it without trading that man. I really don't. Like, I don't know how you do it. I mean, like, you don't have the, you don't have the assets really to do it. Um, well, I don't think you do. Like, at least not right now. I mean, because your picks are worth nothing. So, I mean, like, I'm not sure where you're going to have the assets outside of moving bodies. And I'm not sure what bodies you want to move from this team. So, yeah. So I think you need to move that man in order to to properly address it. Otherwise you're going to just get like waiver wire gem of the week and see if he works. But I, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, but I feel good about what I saw out of Maxi. I feel good. What I saw about George Niang. I mean, Andre Drummond's better than Dwight Howard. I mean, like it looks like the bench has gotten better. Um, you know, yeah, Turkish, I, Turkish I, superstar no, for Con Korkmaz. Yeah. But, I, this team has a is plateauing, and You're right. I think and I think the plateau is lower than a lot of people realize. I I mean, Embiid gives them a chance at, at every night, every mm-hmm. night. But that that starting lineup is I don't know, not great. <laughs> it's not like I, I mean, no one on on that starting lineup, even Tobias Harris, isn't making another team not double team Embiid when it counts. It's just not like I and. I mean, Toby is the oblique 20 and 10 guy. I don't know how he got it last night. I, I mean, it was very uninspiring. Danny Green is pretty worthless without a point guard. <laughs> um, Seth Curry is Seth Curry, but, like, I don't know. On Like, I feel that he, like, he needs a distributor near him to get him the rock. Like, I mean, and Tyrese Maxey's not that guy. And you, like, I, I mean, if you, it's, it's, it's number one and two, three priority point guard slash shot creator yeah so are we just willing to just go with the struggles like i don't know like and i guess more importantly is Embiid cool with this and i feel that he's him and daryl are collegial enough or tight enough or whatever to say you know what we got to play the long game here i know that you might like it's frustrating at times but i feel like Embiid's like i don't know like a team player, like organizationally, like I don't know, he know, like he's not stupid, like like he knows, like I don't know, they can make a trade for nickels on the dollar, mm-hmm. but does that? And it helps that I think the organization's unified, like I don't know, in all this, the coach, even though I might not agree with these Doc Rivers bootlicking tactics, like I hope to God he's passed that already, because no, like you can't say, yeah, we'd love to incorporate, like Ben brings so much to the table, no, don't play that game anymore, <laughs> like stop it. Because, like, I don't know, everyone knows you're just full of it. So, but just bring up a United front. Like, I don't know, just say, like, I don't know, like, this, it might be lean this year, but the the payoff will be great. And I think maybe tell the fans that, too, indirectly. Well, no, I think, I mean, look, at status quo, I mean, th- with, with the team as it is right now, I still think this is, they win, what, 48 games. I mean, I still think they're, they're a pretty decent team, who, again, who are fighting for the fourth and fifth seed. But I think, is that but but knowing but knowing where they were at last year or two years ago is that okay? Yeah, like it's like it's like you lost a really talented. I mean, again, he's a jerk, but I mean, you lost a really talented player. Like you're not going to be at the at the same level you were just if you just take him out of the lineup. Like so, you're going to be, but you're still going to be a good team because again, like you said, Joel Embiid makes you competitive in every game. I think it is like I think it's the long game. I think you're right. It's like look, it's like. We can hold down like Joel Embiid and Tobias Harris. Those dudes can hold down the fort, and this team is still a top five, top sixteen in the East. The thought is, you know, by the trade deadline time, people get kind of ang- well, maybe it's not that far, but between now and the trade deadline, 
somebody gets anxious and wants to make a move. And then you get the pieces that you want there. But until then, you're fine. Like, this team is fine for a regular season. Fine. Absolutely fine. Playoffs is an issue. You have to address this and have to resolve this by the playoffs. Otherwise, and, you, and, and, and I guess, as a sidebar, do you trust Daryl Morey? I, I get yeah. yeah. I don't think you have, I don't think you have much of a choice. <laughs> right, because, yeah. Because, <clears throat> excuse me, he's gone down, like, I, I mean, he's going down in a blaze of glory. Because I feel like, the more I think about it, man, is like, if you didn't make a trade in in July, which was my preferred thing, is like, avoid all this, make a trade in July and just move on. Would it be just, just like, I don't know, like, haphazard to just make a trade now? That, that's what I struggle with is like, why do it now if, if you weren't, if, if you're willing to suffer through all, if you suffer right. through this dude playing basketball with a damn phone, why, like, like you've already reached peak insanity. Exactly. I don't exactly. think you can re- heaven help us if, 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 if there's anything more insane. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, 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 you've you lived through the fake injury. <laughs> you, you, Go ahead. No, you've, we knew the back injury was coming and you went on WIP and just said, Get ready for more back injuries. Yeah, no, you 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 held the stock on purpose, and you you watched it get to its lowest point. Like you might as well hold on to the stock and wait for it to go back up. Like, it, like at this point, at this point, you already commit. You already committed in. You already commit. You already pot. You already went all in, basically. It's like, it's look, it's like you got a you got a, a jack and a nine suited in your hand, and you already went all in. So you, whatever comes out comes out. Like you don't have a choice. So really, there's no point in doing this now. Because again, like there's no there's no impetus for anybody else to do a deal with you now. You might as well wait. So again, send the man home, let him you know be similar to Savage, and then we'll figure this out in this December, whenever whenever teams are ready to, to kind of make moves. But that's the Ben Simmons drama, ladies and gentlemen. Um we do have that like took only minutes. an hour. <laughs> I would say we have like two minutes left. Um Jalen Hurts should be the quarterback going forward, correct? Ask me in the second half of the okay. race. Okay. All right. So Jalen no, Hurts. No, like I, I asked you because I saw another stat. Dude's butt naked last and like throwing him in the middle of the field. I mean, like he don't throw. I, he don't throw. Yeah. But I and and like this is where I understand Sirianni has been very beyond unimpressive. But your quarterback can't even do the bare minimum. So like, is it is is he is is Sirianni hamstrung? Or is or is hurts or or is Sirianni hamstringing hurts? Ooh, there you go. Sirianni is hamstringing hurts. Sirianni, or well, I'm not gonna put it on Sirianni. I'll just say this: seventy-seven percent of Eagles plays this year have ended in a Jalen Hurts pass, a Jalen Hurts run, or a Jalen Hurts sack. Seventy-seven percent. Twenty-three have been designed handoffs or designed running plays. You gotta help out young quarterbacks. I don't care if it's Jalen Hurts or young quarterback X. You gotta let him lean on the running backs a little bit. You gotta let him throw to the tight ends a little bit because that's what young quarterbacks do. This team doesn't do either of those things. I don't think Sirianni is putting Jalen Hurts in the right spot to, to succeed. Period. Jalen Hurts isn't doing himself any favors. Either. He's not doing himself any favors either. But I'm but I'm saying like I think he's I think he's draw I think he's drawing against a loaded deck too. So I, I, this is not a good marriage. Let's put it like that because I don't think no, either one of these guys is, no. are and, helping each other the other and, one out. And one. Jalen Hurts, whatever we thought of him, man, it is, it's not this. It's not that. <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah. even know. Like, I, I mean, like, we see it every week. He's, I don't like. I ask you every week offline, what's Jalen Hurts' best trait? And we say legs. It's his legs, best, but like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Lifts weights with his teammates. Uh, like, I need to see a game where he looks like a passer and is not skittish in the pocket. Because I would have thought that. This like I like I misread that he would be good in like stand in the pocket. I didn't mm-hmm. maybe I thought he would not be a good passer, but at least he would stick in the pocket. He's not doing that. That is for me the most disappointing, I guess. Well, hopefully he sticks in the pocket this weekend. Again, big weekend for the Eagles going out to Las Vegas to play the Raiders. Huge Eagles con- uh, contingent going out to Vegas for the game. Hopefully we see some evolution. Um, with Jalen Hurts, the pocket passer this weekend in Vegas. Because, again, Vegas and, and and the Lions, these are two winnable games, especially the Lions game. So hopefully we will get learn a lot more about uh, uh, about Sirianni and Jalen Hurts coming up these next two weeks. But we will talk about those games next week. Of course, I'm sure we'll have more on the Ben Simmons front next week as well. 
when we come back here on 106.5 FM, WPPM LP Philadelphia. But until next week, we're out of here. Mr. Domingo, take us out, please. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you guys. Almost 90% of women have cellulite. And guess what? It's not their fault. We don't choose cellulite, but we can choose a different way to treat it. Meet Quo, Collagenase Clostridium Histolyticum, AAES, the first and only FDA-approved prescription injectable for moderate to severe cellulite in the buttocks of adult women. This non-surgical treatment is injected by an aesthetic specialist in 10 minutes or less. Individual results may vary. Do not receive if you are allergic to any collagenase or ingredients in Quo or have an infection at the treatment site. May cause serious side effects, allergic reactions, including anaphylaxis and injection site bruising. Seek medical help right away for any signs of allergic hypersensitivity. Tell your doctor about all your medical conditions, if you have a bleeding condition or take medicine that prevents clotting. Most common side effects include bruising, pain, hardness, itching, redness, discoloration, swelling, and warmth at the injection site. Ask your doctor about all possible side effects and for product information. If you're ready to get to the bottom of your cellulite, learn more and find a specialist at Quo.com.